It's Taste of Country Nights with Evan Paul On Demand, episode 45 with Dan and Shay. So I'm glad you exist. The hook is there's a couple billion people in the world, which like we we're writing it. We were just, it, that was just a conversational casual song, right? And we thought we were so nervous before we put it out that people would be like, you guys are idiots. There's much more than a couple billion people <laughs> in the world. I don't know how many there are, seven, eight, whatever it is. It's definitely more than two billion people in the world. And we know that. But like when we were writing the song, we were just like, ah, it's just casual little conversational bit. A couple billion people in the world. You know, we were a little nervous before we put that out that we would get like totally criticized for the yeah. uh, the a- informational accuracy yeah, of that. Yeah, we get we get uh, like stamped on the uh, the interact. What do they call it? The Asterisk- dis- disinfor- misinformation, yeah. whatever. On Instagram, like news. there's there's 100 more than that. I love Dan and Shay. We had so much fun when they came in the studio. It was crazy. We got the whole interview up for you. They talk about everything from what they're doing now, what they've done, working with Justin Bieber. You name it. We talked about it in this one. Thank you so much for listening to Taste of Country Nights On Demand. Go ahead and give us a like and a subscribe. And thanks for checking out this whole interview with Dan and Shay. Here we go. It's Taste of Country Nights. Evan Paul here with Dan and Shay. What's up, y'all? What's up, man? So good to see you, dude. You too. You guys don't have to lie, but thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, it's always no. good to see that beautiful face, man. <laughs> thank you, man. Looking feels good, good to be hanging in person again, man. It's been years. It's been uh, been about 10 years, right? About 10. <laughs> feels like 10 to 20 at least. <laughs> Tell me about your new song, You. Man, we're so fired up about this one. This one is on the album, the Good Things album. And, you know, since the day we put that album out, it's been... Absolute fan favorite. You know, we did our arena tour last fall, and, like, as soon as we played that opening piano riff, like, people went nuts, like, as if it was a single, and, you know, we saw it on social media. That's blessing and the curse of social media. You could see what people are saying about your music in real time, and it was this song, you know, particularly, it was the one that, like, people were using as their first dance song. They were using on TikTok and Reels, you know, with their love stories, and we're like, there's something to this, you know, something sticky, and... You know, every Sunday we would open up socials and like see people using it and tagging us. And that's just the coolest thing in the world, man. We've been fortunate enough to have a few songs that have done that from the ground up. Speechless, God You Exist, those kind of tequila. We've seen tequila yeah, in a couple yeah, it's weddings. It's been used in weddings, which really? is very strange. I saw somebody use tequila as a first dance. I was like, this, I don't know how this one's going to pan <laughs> out. <laughs> this wedding's not going to go yeah. well at all. <laughs> but seeing that, man, it's like that's the biggest moment of somebody's life. And for our song to be a part of that is like so flattering. It's one of the coolest things that can happen to us as artists. And Never take it for granted, man. So this song was becoming that. We're like, you know what? We should we should take this to country radio. And here we are, man. We're doing it. And uh, the response so far has been incredible. Has it up. drawn any comparisons to any other country songs or artists? Oh, man. I don't know what kind of comparisons we've had with this song in particular. But I, for us, I feel like this is kind of Speechless Part 2. Okay. Because I feel like that Speechless was about seeing your your wife walk down the aisle for the first time in that kind of moment. And, and this is kind of, we've talked about this, how this is just that second part of like, this is forever love. This is down the road of like, I've got you and only you for the rest of our life. And it's just kind of a, that's what it feels like. It's not sonically necessarily, but it's got elements of, of what I would consider to be just a very Dan and Shay song. And uh, yeah, I don't know what kind of like comparisons we've gotten with it yet, but I do love having the little, the opening riff is, is a thing. It's a nice riff. It's It's a a tough one to play. It's got like a very particular swing to it. You know, it (laughs) seems easy to play, but you try to play it and it's, Yeah. Have you tried to play it when it's like cold out? Because don't your fingers go oh a little slow? Oh my slower? gosh, dude! The one one of the coldest. This is such a random story. We were playing. I grew up in Pennsylvania. Big Steelers fan, right? So we got offered to play. The Steelers played the Jaguars first round of the playoffs. Didn't end up great. I I got to get that out of the way. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, stress, right. it's making me sweat thinking about it. They were like, "You guys could play the halftime show," which 
Of course, if you give us free tickets to the game, we'll do whatever. We'll go out there and dance on the fifty yard line, right, right. whatever we got to do. <laughs> yeah, we do it, and we get there. Pittsburgh in the winter is freezing. Obviously, it's right there on the river. It's always like ten to fifteen degrees colder. Couldn't have been a colder day. It was negative. It was freezing. Insane. And it's all live, live. It's not, you know, Macy's Parade. You're up there, you know, right, doing the right. same thing. Yeah. Live, live. And in Heinz Field, like, we're so pumped that we get out there. And it's literally negative five degrees. And we got up to play. I, I couldn't move my hands. It was the worst guitar playing. There's probably a video of it somewhere on the internet. <laughs> Abysmal playing. But even singing was tough. It was yeah. crazy. We were all bundled up. But you got to be out there playing the guitar, you know, the acoustic guitar. And it was wow. just miserable i was watching some of our guys like before we we went on there and i was just watching them. they were just doing this with their hands because <laughs> i mean that's like they cannot like you could i couldn't feel my hands and i know that there's no way i could have played guitar in that moment and you can't play with a glove or anything no, right? no. that's such a passionate town there's there's guys out there in shorts and no shirts with steelers yeah. painted on their chest <laughs> wow steelers are losing by three touchdowns when we go out we're playing like soft slow love ballads it was a weird vibe man but was, we, we got redemption though we got to play heinz field with kenny chesney this summer and it that's was right. nuts there you go. Nuts. There you go. Which one of your uh, love songs is your wife's least favorite? Is there one that oh, where man. your wife is like, I hate that song? I don't think they'd tell us if they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we're like, yeah, we wrote these songs about you. And they're like, well, I hate it. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, maybe, maybe in 20 years when they get sick of them, we'll see, we'll see which one is yeah. their least favorite. But. Tyler Hubbard wrote five foot nine, went home uh, and realized his wife was five foot ten. Have you guys had any instances <laughs> like that where you messed up something, but you had to keep it in the song? I'm trying to think. Yeah, well, this isn't that, but uh, the song Glad You Exist, the hook is there's a couple billion people in the world, which like we were writing it. We were just, it, that was just a conversational casual song, right? And we thought we were so nervous before we put it out that people would be like, you guys are idiots. There's much more than a couple billion people in the world. I don't know how many there are, seven, eight, whatever it is. It's definitely more than two billion people in the world. And we know that. But like when we were writing the song, we we're just like, ah, it's just casual little conversational bit. A couple billion people in the world. You know, we were a little nervous before we put that out that we would get like totally criticized for the yeah. uh, the a- informational accuracy yeah, of that. Yeah, we get we get uh, like stamped on the uh, the interact. What do they call it? The Astro- d- disinf- misinformation, yeah. whatever. On Instagram, like news. there's there's 100 more than that. But I feel like the way I saw it was there is in fact a couple billion people. In there's the world. more, but like there's there more, are, but there is a couple. Because if I said there's two people in this room. That is really technically true. It's factual. Because there, yeah. there might be four, but there's God, actually, the there is think, two. man. Yeah. That's good. You got to get your uh, answers prepared for when people call you out. Exactly. Because you know? yeah. also like 7 billion people in the world sings pretty stupid. And I feel like that number kind of is like, it fluctuates between seven and a half. I don't know. It's, yeah. it, that even that wouldn't be accurate. You needed so. two syllables. How many are exactly. in the world? I'm going to look it up right now. I think I, it's seven point four. You definitely know. Four. You know? The I want to say I, is I want to say I, I looked like it up more. when that song came out and I, I don't know I I thought there was a couple billion so I mean <laughs> yeah, people were like no dude there's only two I heard it in a song <laughs> Dan and Shay yeah. teach history class yeah. right? um okay are you guys working on album five oh yeah maybe six seven we got a lot a lot of stuff man we hit just like a huge creative stride at the beginning of this year I think we were super inspired being back on the road seeing our fans you know being out there. Just feeling that again, especially after two years of being off the road, like literally the worst two years ever, I think for everybody. But man, we just got back in top of the year and we just, it was like, we just met. It was insane. We were writing two, three songs a day and we didn't know when we were going to record them. We kind of started, we've just recently started dabbling and, you know, putting them down on tape. But man, it was like, we were writing all these songs and just finding inspiration in the same way that we did at the beginning. You know, we had a little bit of time off after that tour we knew it was going to be a you know more of a chill summer with Chesney one show a week, and it was like 
let's get in. Let's write a bunch of days a week. Let's just, let's go after it. And we did, man. And it's, it's crazy how difficult people always talk about how difficult it becomes after your first album to write and find that inspiration. It's true. You're out running a million miles an hour. We went through so many changes since that first album when we had an eternity to write it. You know, families, Shay's got kids now. I've got the dogs. It's just you're out touring 200 something. You know, when we were first going 250 days a year, just bananas. And uh, this is, it was really healthy, man. At the top of the year, we were just like, we're rolling. We got another song. This is great. This is great. We don't have a demo. It's like old school, just sitting there with an acoustic guitar or a piano and just, and just writing it out. And we did. And that's the problem. Like a lot of these songs, they don't have like a big track demo or anything. So we can't really play them for the label. Trust us. This song's going to be great, <laughs> but it's like old school. You know, we just yeah. sat there and wrote like we did before we could afford to write with somebody who had a big studio. Yeah. And, Man, I think some of the the most special songs come about like that. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry for the roundabout rambling no, answer, but yeah. we got a, a lot of material stockpiled, and uh, yeah, we'll be it'll be coming Fired out at some point. It. Yeah. Huh. How did the pandemic affect you guys as a band? I noticed, like during it, right, like when your tour got canceled, you guys kind of went dark on social media or whatever, and didn't really. Um, like Old Dominion said, it really messed them up because. They used to just vibe and write songs, and then they then they had to like schedule zooms, and it wasn't there. How did it affect you guys, and how did you come out of it? Oh yeah, I was totally fine. Uh, would be a complete lie. <laughs> I think everybody was just like it was just that moment where we were. I was just dumbfounded of like what in the world just happened. I mean, everybody felt like they got the rug rug pulled out from under them, and and we were just doing our biggest tour we've ever done. We got three shows in. We did. Two shows at Bridgestone and, and one in Columbus, Ohio, and then the world shut down, you know? So it was like a huge blow to us. I mean, we were just, we were devastated. And, uh, but I think in the end, what it did for us was it made us appreciate what we have. I think you, you don't really realize that until something is completely gone. And we've been just kind of keeping our head down and, and working so much. And it's been, we've been together now for, I guess it's been 10 years almost. And it's like, that's a, that's a long time to be with somebody. And we've done so many things and just kind of been rolling and I think COVID kind of forced us to be like, oh, this can be taken away from you at any given time, like something like this that is just crazy. And I feel like when we had the chance to get back into it, when we stayed you know, at our houses for weeks and weeks, and we finally got to go back in and, and get back together. And so Dan and I met at his house, and within like the first 10 minutes, we wrote, I should probably go to bed. And that was like, okay, let's let's go, man, let's go. And I feel like you know we got to do the tour eventually. I think what that did for us, though, is it, it kind of forced us to really appreciate what we have and how lucky we are to get to do this, how blessed we are to, to be in this situation that we even have anything to be taken away from us mm -hmm. uh, and appreciating those moments, you know, that we've had in the past. And it also gave us a little more time to kind of reflect on the stuff that we've already done, like winning Grammys and all of these, these awards that we've had the chance to win. They happen so fast that you don't, we never really had the chance. We appreciated them, but we were so busy that we didn't really like let it sink in. And I feel like we appreciated some of the things that we had already gotten to do and it really strengthened us as a band, and uh, we're we're definitely closer just as as friends now than we ever have been. Because I feel like we've always been just doing professional stuff, and we've always been friends. But we've really taken the time to kind of you know cultivate that that relationship of being friends, and also that creative uh, energy that we had from the very beginning. And it's a very exciting time in the in in our world, and I, it's. A lot of it is due to, you know, COVID. And that was, I try to find the good things out of a horrible situation. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that's That's, uh, that's good. one good thing that came out of this is I feel like, you know, this is a, an exciting future for all of us. 
And you mentioned how you guys are like better friends off the, you guys are coaching, uh, the team ball. <laughs> yeah. What's a, Coach Dan over here. What's that like? You're playing like mega stadiums and then you're going and coaching T ball, like just regular. What's that like? And then a couple of parts to this. What's it going to be like when your kids get older and Coach Dan or whatever comes over? Can you argue with an umpire? Or is it like the umpire's like, I'm sitting here arguing with Dan from Dan and Shay about a call? Like, uh, then we'll get kicked out. There'll be some new cooler artist. No, we want that guy to coach. Like, he's the guy. Get out of here, dude. I, we had tequila. Yeah. Trust us, we were big at one point. Do no. they bother you? Like, do the parents, do, do, like, I don't know, are they like, hey, man, I know, I know who you are. I'm I just think saying. it's a beautiful thing about Nashville, man. Obviously, you know, some people will come up and ask for a picture say like oh, i like your music but I, I just think this town is so respectful you know you could see keith urban at the grocery store or whatever you know and people just it's not like la paparazzi that craziest like life shock for us is when we did the song with justin bieber and we shot that video out in la he had paparazzi follow him from his driveway rolled out of the driveway you know had a van pick him up or whatever and paparazzi was camped out outside of his driveway they followed him all the way there it's cool for us because we're like, yeah, people this are going to find sweet. out about the song. Hey, 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 hey guys, we're Dan and Shay. Yeah, Check right, us right. out, danandshay.com, Instagram. But, uh, Doing interviews. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was like, that's just not a way to live, man. You know, it's like you want to be successful with your music, but you can be tremendously successful here, but you could still go to the store. You can yeah. still hang out. You could still coach a t-ball game, and people are, are cool with that. And that's just country music. I mean, I think it's just a different way of life. And, uh, yeah, I, I feel bad for, for that kind of lifestyle, man. You can't do anything normal. And have people like pipe and drape around the bus and the trailer and the right. whole thing because people just camped out trying to get that shot and it's just uh, it's it's different here, man. You talk about the Justin Bieber collab, obviously was a, was a huge success. Um, are you thinking about any other genre bending type things? Uh, I know you used to work with T Pain. Yeah, T Pain's on Jimmy Allen's new album. Anything like that in the future? Or do you guys want to stick to where you're at? I think you know we're just kind of letting the music uh, speak for itself. We try to. You know, if there's if there's a situation where we have that opportunity, we're always you know down to do some collaborations if it makes sense. And right now, I think the thing that we're focusing on is just writing the best music that we possibly can. And if we can figure that out, then we can kind of go to that. All right, hey, if somebody would be good on this song. We can do this. But we're trying to kind of get that part first because I feel like the song is it's at the core of everything that runs everything. No matter who you have on it, if the song's not good, you know, it has to be there. And so we're trying to make sure that that substance is there first. And we feel like we've gotten there with a lot of these songs that we've been writing. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll get, maybe we'll get you on the album, dude. dude you, do you do I any rapping? There, man. Music yeah. video, smoking that cigar. Dude, I'm in, go. man. I am in. Um, okay. Tell me about you're on the Chesney tour. Uh, what is on your current tour rider backstage request list? Not dude, much. Literally nothing. Like we're so simple out there on the road. It's we don't even have waters in our dressing room, which sometimes it gets hot out there, right? We get off stage and we're dying. We're like scooping in the sink. You know, some of these stadiums, this is the weirdest pet peeve ever. I totally get the initiative, like water saving environmental thing. The sensor sinks, right? Trying oh. to wash your hands or like you're out there trying to shave before a show and the water just doesn't run. I feel like I end up wasting more water than just the old school flip the thing and, and let it roll. But whenever you got a good one, you can go under and do like the, uh, you know, cup your hand and drink the water. <laughs> And sometimes somebody be like, dude, we'll get you a bottle of water. Here you go. But you guys have won Grammys. Literally nothing. I, I just feel like I don't like wasting things, and I, I don't want to get, like, a big spread, and then we don't touch any of it. Yeah. It's like, Which we yeah. usually don't. 
Yeah. Like if, if you get a big spread, it's like you also, we have catering. We also have like Dan and I have our, our buses and like, those are pretty, like I got snacks. My, my snacks are not as healthy as his are on his bus, but I've got like, you know, random snacks on there. So when we get in the dressing room, we, I don't, we used to have like these cheese plates that we never would eat, like that they would just make. <laughs> I all think these, they like, just Doritos. default when you like sign a deal or like sign right. to a booking agency. They're like, oh, they need like chips, cheese. hummus, PBJ, the whole deal like spread out. We're like, we don't what about any of this, underwear? Dude. A lot of artists I've asked uh, always smart. have underwear. That's very smart. I, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't. I've never done underwear, underwear, underwear. I've never done <laughs> underwear before. <laughs> but I, that's a good idea though. My wife usually takes, I won't buy like anything like clothes wise for, for years. And Hannah will come home sometimes with just a new package of, she knows like what, what kind of boxers, you know, and what kind of socks. So you guys are a new pair of underwear for each show? Nah. Nah. No, we do that one one a a week. (laughs) I mean, I can go a whole week. What are you guys talking about? You guys change every day? (laughs) It's the first time here in heaven. Unreal. Did you guys ever think about going by a different name, like Florida Georgia Line beforehand? Or almost we thought like about Florida Georgia Line, and then we're like, crap, no, somebody did name, dude. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, what are the odds? What are the odds that that would happen? Uh, no, we, well, yes, actually, we had a Ragtop Red. Yeah. That's kind of what we had our demos. Like, we loved Tim McGraw, and it was like, Red Rack? Okay, what about Ragtop Red? Yeah. What a, it's not as cool when we, when we explain it out loud. No. You know, like, Red Ragtop. So we flipped it. It wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't official or anything, and we just like kind of labeled our demos as that when we were pitching another artist. And then uh, somebody was like, we would always ref- walk into these publishing houses in Nashville, and they'd be like, "Oh, Dan and Shay is here again." We'd be like, "No, oh, we'll just call ourselves that." And a uh, bunch of demos turned into our first album, and somehow we're still here. Is there anything available anywhere under Ragtop Red? In, no, there was never anything find? released. I, the only thing that you would ever find, which you would never find, this is probably like a demo CD that we had. Yeah, that we gave to the label, and I'm pretty sure that said "Ragtop Red" on the top. Yeah, but there was never anything. I don't think there's a digital trace of it. Yeah, there might be a SoundCloud. I think I have like the log on it. <laughs> but but it, honestly, it was literally just like unmixed versions of the first album. It was yeah, like yeah, those yeah. demos that like we didn't have. There's polished. no merch or anything. I wish. No, yeah. I think it's we not too late. Should. Yeah, it's not too late. Yeah. You guys should do that. Yeah. Um, what's the weirdest thing you guys have been asked to sign? <sighs> we, well, we to, I'm like trying to think of the ones that are like. You can actually say so. Uh, examples, body parts, yeah, but, yeah. prosthetic legs, car dashboards, yeah, yeah all of those. Uh, yeah, we've signed some prosthetics. <laughs> we've, sure. Yeah, we've signed a lot we've of some artificial things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Oh uh, I mean, there's. I mean, uh, we, everything. We've done it all. I mean, so it, the worst. The worst ones are when people are like at festivals. They'd be real sweaty, and they ask you to sign something, and you're just like, and they're, <sighs> they're wearing the shirt already. And you're signing it, and you're just holding their sweat. It's dripping. It's disgusting. <laughs> but it's like, hey, if they're out there, they're willing to come see us and yeah. sweat. I'm okay with Some it. Some things are like super tough to sign, like you know the straw cowboy hats at the Chesney show. Somebody big, oh, you take it. And you're like, you try to drag the marker across it, just <laughs> like it that just ruined your hat. Man. I'm so sorry, you know. Um, and I got one last thing. So you guys um, harmonize very well, obviously. When you're hanging out and not like uh, singing and stuff, do you find yourself like harmonizing like jingles and stuff? Uh, like, like for, for uh, put your headphones on. Cause for example, okay, let's hear it. I think about you guys. Like when I hear stuff like this, I'm like, I want you got to play that. I'll sing along with it. Good. All right, hit me with this one. Like a good neighbor, stay from his day. And then what about like... Liberty, liberty, liberty. We are fine.
Bars. Bum, ba -dum, bum, 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 bum. You, you gotta get <laughs> that low guy That's a smash, bum. dude. I, I've always thought about, like, th there's some really good jingles in the world. You also gotta think about there was, like, a whole studio operation of somebody recording that. There's, like, some engineer yeah, who, yeah. like, you know, wanted to be a big musical engineer, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. <laughs> All right, and then the guy comes in. Liberty, liberty, liberty. Like, How many times do you think we get like they... four more passes of that? That'd be great. And he's like, and you know they're so serious. He's like, we are farmers. No, you need an extra bum bum. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of good ones. We have the uh, the O'Reilly's one is good. Oh 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 O'Reilly's Auto Parts. That's pretty good. There's a lot of good ones. <laughs> you guys are great, man. <laughs> Appreciate y'all coming by. Thank you, guys. Appreciate man. it, man.